Hello and welcome back to another episode of Yours Mentally. Today's episode is sponsored by Podcorn. Podcorn is a podcast monetization platform that connects podcasters to brands. It's also super easy to operate and has a very user-friendly interface. All you have to do is make your account, hunt for possible sponsors, and send them a write-up proposal. And you know what's better? You can even send a voice note as a proposal. So when we first started using Podcorn, it was super simple for us to navigate and work around it. It connected us to brands that we were looking forward to partnering with, and all it took was ten minutes of writing them a proposal. So, to any aspiring podcasters out there, in case you're looking to start a podcast, signing with Podcorn is a must if you want to network with bigger names that will help you progress. And if you already have a podcast and want to monetize it, we couldn't suggest you a better platform than Podcorn. We here at Yours Mentally have been using Podcorn since the beginning of our podcasting journey. It helped us engage with many brands for collaborations, which we would not have even discovered without their help. So do check out the link in the episode description for anything you need to know about Podcorn. We're so so grateful for Podcorn for supporting our initiative by sponsoring. What are the certain mannerisms that, um, and certain actions that they might have? Okay, so before we get into what premenstrual dysphoric disorder or PMDD is, it's important to understand what premenstrual syndrome or PMS is. So PMS is a group of symptoms that happen right before a woman gets her monthly period. That is one week before the periods. And PMDD is actually just a severe form of PMS. PMDD is not as common as PMS. PMDD occurs in just three to eight percent of the women, whereas PMS can occur in seventy-five to eighty percent women. So, what happens in both of these disorders is that there are body symptoms, that is, physical changes as well as changes in mood. So, the most common symptoms, you know, that can occur are bloating, feeling tired, angry, or worried. Then you know there can be other symptoms also like um, mood swings, feeling sad or hopeless or crying a lot, eating more than usual or you know even craving certain foods. The person can have um, trouble concentrating, uh, sleeping too much or even having difficulty in sleeping. There can be some breast soreness or swelling, some headaches. And in PMDD, the symptoms can be so severe that the women can have trouble at work or even in their, you know, interpersonal relationships, in getting along with their family, their friends, doing their household chores. Is PMDD a genetic condition, or can someone also get it because of their lifestyle or the environment they're in? So you know, there are some studies that say PMDD can be genetic. like there are a few studies that uh, show an association with the estrogen alpha receptor gene i'm not going to go into the details and bore our listeners but yes pmdd can be genetic as well as other psychosocial or environmental factors in addition can also play a role so you know um if we talk about the psychosocial factors so if a person has a negative cognitive st- 
style that means you know if they are always critically evaluating themselves and the world around uh, them in a negative light uh, you know from childhood itself that's known as a negative cognitive style so that can also play a part then you know if people have difficulty in recognizing and um, expressing their emotional and physical symptoms that can also contribute to the pmdd experience any kind of trauma that the person might have faced it could be emotional physical uh you know uh, abuse so even that can um, you know play a role in developing pmdd symptoms and then if a person uh, is inclined towards frequent worrying you know having a low mood and having sensitivity to negative information uh, we call it neuroticism uh, even this um, you know contributes to the severity of the symptoms in pmdd additionally if people are having poor social support from their friends from their family this can also um, cause them to feel overwhelmed and um, you know this can also add then in addition there are some researches that show you know smoking can also have a negative effect so these are some of the um, you know symptoms uh, some of the factors that can uh, contribute to having um pmdd whether it be genetic or whether it be psychosocial or environmental hmm that makes sense yes and how can you exactly differentiate between pms which is premenstrual syndrome and pmdd like uh, what are a few signs or symptoms that you should keep in mind uh, of pmdd that can differentiate it from pms okay so to make things simple um the the symptoms that occur in pms as well as pmdd they are common that means they occur in both of these disorders so like the symptoms that i had mentioned earlier the physical symptoms as well as you know the mood related symptoms they occur in both the disorders but the main difference is that in pmdd it is much more severe and it can cause a disturbance in the social show occupational functioning of a woman so like i had mentioned earlier that the woman might not be able to go to work might not be able to um you know get up even from the bed or might have uh, conflicts with people might not get along with people so if things are happening to such a severe level chances are that this is more indicative of pmdd other than uh, rather than pms because like i had mentioned earlier uh, about 75 to 80% of women do face um, you know pms but they are able to get through it though it is difficult but they are able to manage it but pmdd becomes so severe that it becomes very very difficult to manage it without you know getting treated for it so that is how we differentiate between pms and pmdd thank you for those insights i think our next question is a little important what we want to know is what are the effects of pmdd on your mental health hmm yes so pmdd can definitely have an impact 
on the mental health so in addition to the symptoms themselves which like i had mentioned are frequent mood swings the person might feel suddenly sad or tearful there can be an increased sensitivity to rejection uh, the person can have a lot of conflicts feel irritable angry the woman can have low mood feel sad hopeless and also can feel very anxious or you know keyed up or on edge so besides this um uh, you know it can also cause um a lot of difficulty in coping so that's you know in addition to the core symptoms themselves it can cause a lot of distress to the woman because she's not being able to cope with it and it can also cause you know the woman to think what is happening to me you know like she might not be able to understand that um this has reached a disorder level so in addition to the core symptoms themselves it can have a great impact on the mental health due to the functioning and because of the lack of sleep so all of these things can you know create a vicious cycle and so it's very very important to get it treated uh huh i i completely agree with you but uh, i was also wondering does having pcos which is polycystic ovarian syndrome increase your chances of having pmdd as well or how is it exactly how is having pms um different for a person who has pcos as well so um polycystic ovarian syndrome and um, pmdd are not generally associated with each other though it is possible to be diagnosed with both the conditions but um having one does not mean that you will develop the the other condition as well so you know there there can be patients that have that are diagnosed with both the disorders but they are not interlinked all right and um till date symptoms of pms are often viewed with skepticism and are also used in mockery of the female sex so how would you explain to a person who believes that pms is an imagined disease that it is actually real and that many people do go through it bring up unfortunately um you know there's still a lot of skepticism about um the existence of pms whether it's real or not you know there are people that argue that um pms is just that time of the month for women or it's just something that women go through every month but they label their anger depression and irrationality as you know uh, pms so they think that women are just trying to justify it um which i personally feel is very wrong and as for um you know how we can explain to these people i think they need to understand that women's biology like their hormone profile is not something that you can just ignore you know there is um research which has demonstrated the powerful uh, influence that hormones such as estrogen progesterone have on um, you know brain chemistry which also affects other neurotransmitters in turn like serotonin for example 
and you know this all of this affects emotion mood and behavior so you know um we can tell such people to try and you know go through the researches go through blogs and you know there are a lot of content that um doctors have been putting up about this i myself for example have put up some content on my instagram page about pms and pmdd and um, basically i think you know the main important thing is educating such people but of course even despite all of this there will always be people who will argue against it so you can only do so much you know to try and um, you know prove that it does exist um that pms is real but then disagreements can occur and people might not agree with your opinion so we can try as much as possible from our side rest is of course you know subjective to people's own opinions how can a friend help a girl going through pmdd what steps or measures can they take for the same you know it can be um sometimes hard to know what you can do to help people who are going through pmdd so i can try and um, give you some tips so to begin with um first of all you should take the symptoms seriously like we were um discussing in the previous question just now so if you want to help people the first thing is you should take them seriously you know like um you should try and understand um their problems and you should not dismiss their experiences as just that time of the month or something that all women experience you know because this can make it very hard for women to open up to you about how they're feeling and um other th- another thing that you can do is try to find out as much as you can about pmdd because this will help you understand what they're going through there are you know blogs that you can read about people's personal experience and you can also ask people um their personal experience like if you know somebody of course and you can ask them what are things that you can do to make it better you can ask that person what can i do you know how can i help you and um listening to their experience or listening to another person experience um who you know might also help you understand how, what you can do from your side and then um you know ask them what they find most helpful like they might just want your emotional support or they might want something practical like maybe you could you know help them with some of the daily tasks like the household chores or you know something like grocery shopping something very all these simple things that can you know decrease the load off of their work and you should always um try and be patient and uh, sympathetic because we know that um people with pmdd may at times be irritable they might act differently than they normally do so it can be hard to support someone if you know they might not appear to appreciate the help that you're trying to offer and i do understand it's not easy but um try to be more patient than usual and you should try and remember that you know this phase won't last um forever and their symptoms will get better within a few days and while they're experiencing these symptoms they might say or do things that you know could upset you so 
even if this happens um you know try and wait until the symptoms have passed before bringing it up with them so that you know they feel more comfortable um to talk about it and lastly i feel you should um reassure them that the symptoms will soon pass and you're there for them they're not on their own you know sometimes just knowing that someone is around who understands can help a lot and sometimes people with pmdd can even experience suicidal feelings so you know you need to be supportive even more in such cases and of course you need to support them to seek help you know you can go um you can accompany them to a doctor and um you know you can read information on um you know um their treatment options and discuss with their doctor so that you have more of an idea and um you can plan things around their monthly cycle like you know um if you know that they every month they experience um you know symptoms for one week then um, you might want to plan things in advance that could help you know like for example you know um just making time to help out with the daily chores or plan activities for them that might help them relax just be there for them and of course you should look after yourself as well you know because um it is not always possible to be patient and we're human as well right but um i think these are some of the things that you can do to try and help people around you who might be suffering from um you know symptoms of pmdd mhm yeah that makes sense and um well uh i think this is a wrap to our episode it has been lovely chatting with you niharika before we close i just have one last question to you um how does a psychiatrist like yourself help cope um someone who is uh, going through pmdd what are a few treatments that you as a psychiatrist use to help your patients who are um going through a uh, pmdd right so um coming to the treatment modalities you know some of the things um that can be done are you know getting regular exercise um you know including a more healthy diet trying to get regular sleep trying to um reduce your stress levels and of course like cut down on your smoking if possible stop you know reduce the amount of alcohol the caffeine that you take and um you know you can take some painkillers for the pain that you might experience or for the physical symptoms other than that um you can take antidepressants of course i'm not going to name any of them but um there are some antidepressants that uh, can be taken there um are some researches that show some role of vitamins and supplements like you know vitamin b6 vitamin e calcium magnesium and of course you know um therapy especially cognitive behavioral therapy um could help journaling is also something that can be done